Hi, everybody. This is Nick Forster. This week, we are diving into the E-Town archives for some great music and a really strong achievement award. And that program from back in 2007 starts right now. From the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's guests. Originally from New Orleans, now living in Boulder, Colorado, Basin Street recording artist Henry Butler. And from Brooklyn, New York, Vanguard recording artist Joan Osborne. Right now, here's your host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. We get together every week, listen to some live music, and kind of talk things over just a little bit. I grew up in a time when pop radio played all kinds of stuff. Wilson Pickett and Bob Dylan, James Brown, and the birds all kind of back-to-back. It all fit together. And I say that because our first guest, for me, somehow kind of connects the musical dots in a similar way. She can be bluesy and soulful and quiet and folky, and she can rock hard and get all country and stuff, too. It's, it's impressive. She was born in Kentucky, has lived in New York for a long time. You heard her songs like One of Us and St. Teresa on the radio, and you may have seen her in the movie Standing in the Shadows of Motown, in which she was absolutely great. Uh, We're on tour with the dead. We're on the cover of Rolling Stone. She's done all that stuff, and she is back with us this week with a new record and a new direction, a record recorded in Nashville. But like I said, she can do anything she wants. Please welcome back to E-Town, Joan Osborne. Who 
some pretty little stranger passing by. I wonder who.
clock on the wall Here in the dark of the night The world stands still I'm reaching for the This new record, was this the first time you recorded in Nashville? It was. It was the very first time I really did anything down there. And is it kind of a sort of an odd kind of I-65 homecoming since you <laughs> grew up in Louisville? And it's yeah, just... I, I did. I grew up in a little town near Louisville. So it was kind of like going back home and uh, the whole Southern hospitality thing. And, and the producer, Steve Buckingham, is a great right. gentleman and, yeah. you know, was opening doors for me and this and that. Right. So, you know, I live in Brooklyn. I'm not used to that kind of treatment <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> You didn't grow up in E-Town by any chance, did you? Uh, no, but I, I know where it is, though. Yeah. Elizabethtown. Yeah. I went there the other day. They have a town. There's a town in Kentucky called Elizabethtown. But everybody calls it E-Town. Everybody yeah. calls it E-Town. Mm -hmm. And I got my picture taken in front of the E-Town Motel, and I went to E-Town Donut. Wow. Not, not Donuts, but E-Town e Donut. Donut. Did you have a donut? It was closed. Oh, well. <laughs> but E-Town e Donut. But anyway, so, so you grew up in Kentucky, and so being in that... Southern Zone again made you feel right at home. Yeah, it was it was lovely actually. Now the last time you were on the show, we, we did a Dolly Parton song together. It was she part of this kind of luring you to Nashville process, or are you just inspired by her? And well, I am inspired by her, but she yeah. was part of the process. The track that I did for that Dolly Parton tribute record is what brought me again to the attention of the producer Steve Buckingham, who yeah. lured me down there. You know, and actually Dolly sent over a big tub of collard greens that she had cooked for us for the sessions. And I really think that's pretty much the only reason that it was a success. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you can rest easy. You know you've made it. Dolly sent you collard yeah. greens to your session. You're big. That's cool. It's that Southern hospitality, man. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get that anywhere else. And uh, you did a lot of writing for this record. There's also songs by Chris Christopherson and Rodney Crowell and mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of famous folks. And yet the track that's getting a lot of attention is one that you wrote. I did. I wrote yeah. the single for the yeah. first time. I'm so proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you've always been uh, not just able to be, you know, a, an energetic and soulful performer, but you've also been outspoken about a number of different things, particularly choice, women's rights. Mm -hmm. Is that something you're still involved with, Planned Parenthood? Uh, yes, I am. I've, I've uh, 
I've done a, a number of you know benefits and fundraisers and continue to do that, and that's something that I you know have always felt really strongly about and and uh, continue to support. Yeah. Speaking of Planned Parenthood, <laughs> you did a little Planned Parenthood, yeah. <laughs> didn't you? Yes, I uh, planned and I achieved parenthood, yeah. <laughs> so how's that working for you? <laughs> it's going good, yeah. going good. Kids it's, still alive. Yeah. Isn't, that, uh, isn't that what Roseanne used to say yeah. at Roseanne Barr? That if the kids are alive at the end of the day, I've done my job, yeah. That's, that's a good line. Yeah. It certainly adds a new dimension to a touring musician and the life and the choices yeah, that you make. That's yeah, a whole other thing. Well, I bring her, uh, you know, everywhere with me, and yeah. she's become a good little traveler. And you know, we've got our little plane routines and our little books and our little toys that we have oh, on the plane cool. and stuff. So, How old is yeah. she now? She's almost two. Almost two. Oh, yeah. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So. Anyway, I th you ready for another song? Sure, let's we do sure it. are. Welcome back, if you would. Just a great singer. Happy to have her back with us, Joan Osborne.
Thank you, Joan Osborne. We will be back with more from this special show from our 2007 season after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster, listening to E-Town. Joan Osborne's going to be back later on in the show, play some more songs from her new CD, along with the hardworking E-Tones. These guys are going to do a ton of stuff this week. We have a special guest, John Macy, playing pedal steel with us. We also have got Henry Butler coming out, an amazing piano player from New Orleans who's uh, been relocated. We'll tell you more about that in a sec. But first, we're going to take a break from the music and introduce you to somebody we met 
with the help of uh, one of our astute listeners. Listeners keep an eye out for folks doing amazing things in their neighborhoods, and every week we get a chance to recognize some unsung heroes doing great work behind the scenes. It's the Achievement Award. Here comes Helen to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. This week's nominator is Malcolm McMichael of uh, Carbondale, Colorado. He listens to E-Town on station KDNK. And Malcolm is nominating his sister, Barb Flanagan, of Northbrook, Illinois, for an Achievement Award. Barb and others in her town got together and decided they wanted to do something to help people in the areas that were so impacted by Hurricane Katrina. Barb's been the driving force behind the group that they formed to do just that. They've actually adopted a tiny town in Mississippi called Waveland, and they're helping to rebuild and assist that town. Says her brother, quote, I'm particularly proud of my sister because this was her first effort of this type, and she's really thrown herself in and done great work. She did it without existing expertise, mostly from scratch as a private citizen, unquote. It's a very cool story of neighbors helping neighbors from far away. And Barb is on the uh, phone waiting in Illinois to tell us more about it. So please welcome this week's winner, Barbara Flanagan. How are you, Barb? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So tell us a little bit about the town where you live. How big a town is it? Northbrook has 36,000 residents. We are 20 miles north of Chicago, about two miles from Lake Michigan. Just your average Midwestern town, probably. And what do you do during the day? What's your day like? I'm a mom. You're a mom? I have a 13-year-old and a preteen. Well, what made you think about getting something like this project started with Waveland? Well, you know what? The impact of the hurricane was so huge. And I know a lot of us sat on our beds and our couches and watched these things and just couldn't even believe this was happening in our country or to anybody you could even imagine it happening to. And we all sent money and we sent clothing, and a lot of people said, okay, now they're going to be better. And you kept seeing TV shows about how it wasn't getting any better. And there was an article in our paper about things that were happening in this group that was going to meet, and I thought, this is exactly what I can do. Mm-hmm. I know I can do this and that we can put together as a community. Wow. And how did you pick this particular community? How did you pick Waveland? We went to different agencies, and no one really was able to find a town for us. And it turned out that a guy knew a guy who knew a chef in one of the hotels that was affected, and it was Waveland, and they were willing to take help. They were willing to help themselves, and they were a town that could be rebuilt because some of the towns can't even be rebuilt. Wow. How big a town is it? How many people live in it? Uh, it started with 8,000 prior to the flood, and now they're down to about 5,500 people. Wow. So they must have taken a pretty big hit in Katrina. There's nothing left of a great portion of the town. Five percent of the homes were habitable after the hurricane. Five percent. So it's taken a lot of dedication on the people that were there originally on their behalf to come back and live in a trailer on an empty slab that they're paying a mortgage on. Oh, wow. For the house that's no longer there. For a house that's no longer there, right. So you um, organized people in your town to try to help these folks out. Absolutely. We went down with an impression the first time of exactly what we were going to do. We had lists. We had charts. We knew exactly how we were going to help them. And about four hours into our visit, we realized that we had no idea what we were talking about. (laughs) And we met a lot of people in the community from school teachers to um, the mayor to just people on the beach that we talked to. And they really let us know what they needed. All they really wanted was comfort. They just want someone to just talk to them, to listen to them, to help them smile. They wanted bats and balls and mitts 
so their kids could play baseball and softball again, it never occurred to me that their needs would be so basic. I mean, it's obvious when you think about it. Mm-hmm. We've sent two 54-foot tractor trailers full of furniture, computers, and miscellaneous household goods, scrapbooks, purses, school supplies. We have t- sent books down. We did welcome home kits for the people that are starting to get into their houses. Mm-hmm. We're trying to work on getting computers for their schools. Well. We've sent volunteers down. Every hour of volunteer work, either in Northbrook, in Waveland, or wherever, if you have to do with this town, they get $17 taken off of their FEMA debt. What's FEMA debt? Each town is broke that got hit by the hurricane. Right. Because a lot of their money came in from their local commerce, which is no longer there. So they have to borrow money from FEMA, from the government, to keep running. Right. So when they're able to do for themselves either their own volunteer hours or other hours of people helping Waveland, as long as you write it down and send it in, they get $17 for each hour of volunteer work that, that anybody's doing for them. But how will they ever pay their debt? I don't understand that concept. Well, they may not, you know, their debt is going to be something that I don't understand either. I thought FEMA but, was supposed to come in and like help people, not just loan them money. Well, the government is loaning a lot of money, and they're helping in a lot of ways too. Yeah. But the money they loan somehow has to be paid back. And I think that's going to be for discussion in a lot of years from now. But when it eventually comes up for discussion, some of the towns like Waveland will be able to say, well, we have 20,000 volunteer hours at $17 a piece. Don't, right. I don't know the math is right now, but it could maybe make a big chunk. Right. Um, I know you probably started a nonprofit organization, I'm imagining. Yes. And is there a website we can go to to learn more about what you're up to? Sure. It's www.caring right. as in Katrina. So it's K-A-R-I-N-G. K-A-R-I-N-G dot org. Caring dot org. What about the impact? Any idea how many people you've affected by doing this, just starting this little project in your hometown and aiming that bright light down on Waveland? Approximately 7,000 people in the eight months we've been actively working down there that we've been able to touch. Wow. And that's a huge number. No kidding. For a small town, it's a huge number. No kidding, Barb. Thank you. Well, congratulations. You know, our next musical guest is someone who also was a New Orleans resident who was displaced by Katrina, too. So it's really appropriate to hear your story. And I think, you know, everybody does focus a lot of their efforts and energies and and thinking on New Orleans. But you've certainly pointed out that there's lots and lots of communities that were really devastated by this storm. And they'll be devastated for so many years you won't even be able to believe it. I mean, we're going to put the kindergartners through college in Waveland. That's how long we'll have to stay there and want to stay there. Wow. Wow, Barb, that's great. Congratulations, wonderful commitment. We're going to send you a Framed Achievement Award certificate in recognition for all your efforts, and you can share it with all of the volunteers in both towns, really. It's just a wonderful story. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, and thank you for thinking of us. Thank you, Barb. It was somebody else who told us about you, so we're just the conduit here. It was but my I... brother, and that was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations again, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Barb Flanagan. The organization is called Caring, helping the people in Waveland, Mississippi, get back on their feet after Hurricane Katrina. Thanks to listener Malcolm McMichael of Colorado, who nominated our winner. Now, if you're listening to E-Town and you want to nominate someone for an Achievement Award, someone who's doing great work out there in their communities or beyond, you can do so on our website, etown.org, or write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Barb.
I love those stories. Um, just somebody takes a step in a big, big direction, and it uh, turns out to make good stuff happen. So we talked about the fact that, you know, Katrina, everybody does know about the fact that it really devastated New Orleans, and that city is still a long way from recovering. New Orleans, of course, known for its food and its music, its great musical community, and a lot of musicians were displaced by Hurricane Katrina. And one of those musicians who lost everything, someone Dr. John calls, quote, the pride of New Orleans, a visionistical down-home cat and a hell-fired piano plunker to boot. <laughs> and he doesn't say that about everybody. <laughs> that particular guy happens to be Henry Butler. And in a strange twist of fate, Henry, with the help of FEMA, which we know now to read the fine print, um, <laughs> was relocated to Boulder, Colorado. He was uh, blind since birth, worked hard at music as a kid, Soaking it up, studying with some of the best teachers like Alvin Batiste and George Duke and Sir Roland Hanna, Professor Longhair. He studied classical music and opera and much, much more. He recently had an exhibit of his photographs. That's right, his photographs. This guy's determined. Please welcome back to E-Town the truly amazing Mr. Henry Butler.
to the band. Let's hear it for the band, y'all. Yeah. Yes. Well, Henry, welcome back to E-Town. Good to have you back on the show. It's good to be here with you. Tell us about where you used to live. I lived in Gentilly. Part of Gentilly where I lived was pretty close to the canal that broke and the levee that broke. So my house couldn't help but to get it. You lost your house, you lost your piano, you lost, lost your clothes, everything? Everything. Wow. Yep. You know, life goes on, though, I guess. Is your neighborhood coming back? There are people who are moving back. I probably won't be one of them. Mm -hmm. I don't see much wisdom in the uh, political moves uh, being made down there right now. Mm -hmm. and I, It's really a sad situation down there, unfortunately. Well, I appreciate the fact that you're out there playing a lot, that you're uh, being able to touch and visit all these different styles of music that clearly come so naturally to you. You know, it's an amazing opportunity you have to, to travel and see the world. The one thing I need to, some clarification on is the blind photographer thing. I yes. just, if you could tell me about that a little bit. You don't really need to see, you don't need to hear, you don't need to do anything, but especially with the technology that's out there right now, all you have to do is point and shoot. <laughs> that's how I started. Back in 1984, I started just pointing and shooting because I was more interested in capturing the image to prove that I could capture the image. Yeah. But not only that, to prove that there was another way of growing intuition. Uh-huh. And that's, that's... interesting, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I had worked at growing intuition in several ways, and one way was musical. When I decided to get into photography, uh, I, I proved to me that all kinds of things are possible. Right. Somebody asked me the other day, do you think of yourself as being a model for sighted people who don't believe that these kinds of things are possible? And I, you know, my first thought was absolutely not. I mean, I'm not a model for a person who doesn't believe that he or she can do anything outside of who they are. Mm -hmm. For a lot of things in life, don't think about it. Just do it. Once you decide that you want to do it, just do it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that in mind, I think we got some more music to play. You ready to play some more music? Should oh, we do yeah. that? Oh, definitely. Let's just do that a little bit. Let's get back to music. Welcome back, if you would. Just amazing piano player from New Orleans, now living in Boulder, Mr. Henry Butler.
show you what it's for. Get your ticket in your hand. Go on down to New Orleans. Get your ticket in your hand. Go on down to New Orleans. When you get down there, somebody will show you. called Homeland at on Basin Street Records, Homeland. Henry Butler along with the E-Tones, Chris Engelman, Christian Teal, Ron Jolly. Thank you, Henry Butler. It's amazing to think he was displaced by Hurricane Katrina, and of course our award winner was dealing with the same thing. We will be back with more from both Joan Osborne and Henry Butler after a short break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town.
<laughs> Just great piano music. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KTCZ, Cities 97 in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, on WUGA in Athens, Georgia, and on KUST in Moab, Utah. As always, if you'd like some more information about anything we're up to, lots of stuff is online at etown.org. You can also see lots of videos on our YouTube channel or from our website directly. Please welcome back, if you would, Joan Osborne.
Thank you.
Joan Osborne, such a great singer, along with Andrew Carrillo on the guitar, the E-Tones, Christian Teal, Chris Engelman, Ron Jolly, Helen Forster singing harmony, John Macy playing the steel earlier. The new CD is called Pretty Little Stranger out on Vanguard Records. Joan Osborne from Brooklyn, New York. So great to have her back with us. We've got time for one more song. I'd like to invite Henry Butler out here to the piano and uh, get the E-tones and everybody all set. Henry, go ahead, kick it off. It's going to be fun. This is a song that Joan heard on the radio when she was growing up in Kentucky. I want to thank Henry Butler from New Orleans and now living in Boulder, Colorado for stopping by. Thanks so much, Henry. I want to thank our award winner, Barb Flanagan, helping the victims of Hurricane Katrina in the Gulf Coast area, down in Waveland, Mississippi, that could use some help. Once again, Joan Osborne, Andrew Carrillo, coming in from New York City, along with the very hardworking E-Tones and Helen Forster. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. I'm gonna keep it to myself. I got a song, I got no melody.
This is a production of E-Town. All right, there you have it. One of my favorite all-time singers, Joan Osborne, and of course the legendary New Orleans pianist Henry Butler. I'm Nick Forster. Thank you for listening.